0: Let's do it. That's right. That is, uh, in case you, you caught Molly, just that little snippet at the end there, as we hit the record button, Molly and I have been working together, you know, for a few years, and we absolutely love just getting things done, getting after it, uh, motivating one another. So I am pleased to be sharing today's podcast, uh, with the one and only Molly Clark. Molly, welcome. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Molly today, is February, right? Soon, staff will be arriving at our doorstep, getting orientated, getting ready, getting getting pumped for a variety of skill sets. The one I want to kind of circle up on this conversation about uh, arrival day is the waterfront staff, you know. And I think with your experience and my experience, we, we could probably talk for hours. But we won't bore everyone <laughs> with with our long conversations. Um, but I think I want to start just like by inviting people to hear and listen to this message and this conversation because you arrived to camp from uh, a very distant place um, based on information that you heard from a staff recruiter like myself, <laughs> and yeah. you and I are now doing that same uh, as a full time team inviting uh, people to share this experience with us so what was your experience like when you showed up to camp like what was that first day first arrival uh and then we can circle around on some of the things that extrapolate off that but a lot of people just wonder like what's it gonna be like when i physically hit the ground at ihc
1: yeah uh, well, I, did, I went in with no expectation, so I guess that was a good start. I had no idea what to expect, um, but arrived with a heap of other waterfront outdoor adventure staff uh, with a similar mindset, and I like, didn't know anyone, no idea, and absolutely loved it. I like, went straight into the lifeguard training. Pretty cold days, I think, our lifeguard training was that year, um, but we just had to get in and hustle and, and get it done, and I learned a lot. I guess I was experiencing the water swam a lot but i had never I'd never lifeguarded before and I'd never swam stru- done swim instruction before um, so it was a cool way to go in and kind of learn from scratch about how how it was done at IHC
0: gotcha and and when you say that I I don't think there's ever been a it, it's almost a challenge to your grit and your perseverance now just so everyone knows our pool is heated. It's super sweet. Way back in the early days, the heater would work, would not work. We, we have a whole, you know, new pool in the last several years. I love our pool. I rave about mm-hmm. our pool. Um, but the lake doesn't have a heater. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> nope. um,
0: and the sun is still warming things up. But, you know, they it really does bring the group together. Um, you know, and I think even in those moments is, it, it is memorable. If it rains, if it's a little chilly, but once you get in and you're doing these rescues and these skills together, you do hit the ground running because we have limited time together, you know? And I think yeah. that's something people need to be aware of is that, you know, with seasonal work and, and, and the fact that we're doing this travel work, you know, uh, visa aspect, as well as with the domestic staff that we literally have about nine weeks um, together, seven weeks with the kids, two weeks of training. So we wanna get right into it. And at the same time, we're gonna bring hot cocoa down (laughs) you know (laughs) so uh we're we're gonna try and get there but but just know that it's it's not easy it's not an indoor pool where it's constantly regulated with the temperature and not to scare anybody but just that clearly as long as you know that you can prepare for that you know that you you know uh bring bring a warm hoodie you know for the early years and you're gonna want a lot of sunscreen for the middle of the summer right when it's crushing out at 85 and 90 degrees so in, in that preparation, was there anything that you felt you didn't prepare well for that you could help, you know, staff really think ahead about, you know, number of swimsuits to bring um, for the swim staff. What can I do before I get to camp to help me prepare for the trainings that you did? Um, you know, I have some insights as well when we're having this conversation, but just picking your brain when you think about the last several years and when people get to camp, are there things that they've come to you and say, oh, I wish I would have known
1: this? Yeah. Um myself personally and advice I'd pass on I guess poor fitness. Like we all a lot of us are fit in other areas, but being swim fit's a different thing, which you quickly learn at camp. Um, but I think the more time you spend in the water when you get to camp, the more comfortable you will be. Um and if you've got the chance to muck around with like different rescues and things like that, uh I think that's massive. As an Australian, going into Sure, I've done different, uh, like, uh, self-life-saving kind of rescues, but that red buoy in America, that's a whole different thing altogether. (laughs) So I think mentally going in without being like, no, this is how it's done in Australia, or this is how we do it in Ireland, uh, going in with an open mind to this is how we stuff a buoy in America and that's just how we do it. So I think both just time in the water and having that open mindset ready to learn about the way we do it at camp.
0: I love it. I, I can't, I mean, absolutely. Pool fitness is the one thing I say it, just swim once a week, twice a week. Yeah. Cause if there's nothing that shocks somebody more than anything is when they haven't swam in a while and they're like, wait, I got to swim 20 lengths or, you know, and, and again, you know, when you're at camp, part of the great thing is we have swim fitness as part of our you know daily routines. We want people to get to places and you said open-mindedness, but also knowing that we're all coming from different backgrounds. You know, Molly, you yeah. said it yourself, like you didn't have this swim instruction background but you were a swimmer, right? Um, there's people who are competitive swimmers that are coming to work at camp this year. There's people that have no competition swimming, but they're lifeguards. And we've chosen the people, right? We've looked for personality, um, objective skills that they're bringing and you know, benefits not only the campers, but their fellow staff members. So then when you get to camp, if you can't rescue with the bully on, buoy on day one, <laughs> that's okay. Cause you have that open mind and the support structure mm-hmm. and people want to work with you and help you develop those skills. So I think that's the key when, when you think waterfront and you're coming to camp IHC, think of a place that we hired you because we saw something in you, right? We yeah. heard something from you. We've had conversations with you. Now we're giving you tools before you get to camp, like this conversation to say, yeah, be nervous, but be excited, ask questions, but don't feel like if you don't get it on the first day there's not more days in that orientation to build up those skills. Um,
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The red buoy (laughs) always gets people like, where's this sausage thing supposed to just keep coming
1: out?
0: Um, Very good. Yeah, no, I couldn't
1: agree more. And it's like, what I like about coming into a team like this is being able to bounce off each other, whether they be like you say, competitive swimmers or fellow instructors, even different ways of lifeguarding. I like that we can just bounce ideas together to then form the way that we learn to do it as one.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Love it. So moving from there, we have our waterfront, which encompasses our swim instruction, our lifeguard training, which we we get, you know, the crew involved in. And that's all waterfront. That's boating, that's water ski, wakeboarders, that's the swimmers and, and the guards. It's also the outdoor adventure staff. So that's also a nice piece, is that There's the waterfront team, but you're training with IT West and Outdoor Adventure. So you have these other connections that you're starting to make within camp already during the orientation. Um, And funnily enough, sometimes the rock climbers aren't the best swimmers, (laughs) so they need your help as well. Um, Relationships that you formed at camp, you know, you were waterfront and outdoor adventure and you've, you know, how do you advise people when they're coming to this space? Um, You know, you said open-minded, but bringing their culture in a positive way um what are some things that helped you open up and meet new people you know because it can be overwhelming for people you know when they come
1: absolutely uh well i wanted to use camp as a platform to then be able to travel my initial first time at camp in all honesty i I was about the kids i was coming to meet new people engage with kids in a way that i love to be able to hang out and and teach and instruct and you know help guide and mentor but it was friendships that i was chasing. and now, year after year after year, I'm brought back because of some of the friendships that have been made. Uh, my best friends are spread out across the world because of the experience at camp. Um, so yeah, rocking up, not knowing anyone. You don't have your parents. You don't have your siblings. You don't have family. You've got no friends. You use each other as all of those in one. So I think the relationships that you form, it impacts you day to day. Like you might have a mate that you just need to go and high five, or you might need someone to go and give a hug to, or you might have a certain ritual or a run in the morning just to be able to help you through because the relationship you build with one another help you get through long, hard days. Um, and I think for me, it was important to, you know, make sure I put in an effort to get to know you, get to know John, who was my leader at that time. And yeah, just the effort to engage with others around you, I think's a major part of the summer, as well as it obviously being focused on the kids. But I think we all can agree that we need we need to chat and we need to bounce off each other
0: yeah absolutely and look we're human right we we know we know we're very comfortable in our places and and taking an adventure like this um takes some you know sort of like uh there's a motivation that you want to but then to actually step on that plane uh takes guts right Um, oh yeah so so once you're there being lost in the city getting to camp now you're at camp and Maybe your joke doesn't go off as well. And then you have to, oh, you didn't make that rescue or you flipped the boat before you were supposed to flip the boat and you're embarrassed. But what you should see and what we encourage is that they're saying, hey, mate, you okay? Oh, that was pretty funny when you fell over. Let's laugh together, right? Mm-hmm. It's not this um, wolf pack mentality. It's not an alpha you know male saying I'm the best, so you guys follow me. It, it is really about what do you bring and who can you meet and those relationships that form every um, basis for most podcasts with people is about the relationships and the experiences they have at camp because camp is hard, right? But in those, those hard times, there's so many enjoyable, amazing times. So what are some waterfront memories you have that you would be comfortable sharing with, you know, the staff to help them think, Oh, I'm going to make memories uh, as a waterfront team member as well.
1: Well, orientation's where it all begins, like 100% because, I mean, as I said, for my time it was cold and we were there, kind of all standing around in the pool. You listen, then you do a little bit. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. So, like, you kind of look to the person next to you and then you sit around at dinner and you laugh because it's like, oh, I'll try to swim down and rip someone up. And like you say, the buoy pops out left and you're meant yeah. to go right. Um, so that's massive. Doing doctor docs, that was another thing. Um, I'm sure... When you come to camp, you'll hear Mark and I say, "Let's go do a doctor doc." And some people call us fools, and some people would join us. Um, yeah. But that's the concept of swimming across our lake. And at the start of orientation, it's cold, and it's a—it's it's not an expectation we put, but like it's a idea that we say as a completion of a lifeguard course to do a doctor doc if you feel comfortable. And it's challenging; um, it's a bit yeah. of a mission, but it's rewarding. you get out of the cold lake and you're like whoa or you have the chance to dive into the lake even say during a general swim break and you just quickly jump in the lake and back back jump back out it's those little refreshing times that you sometimes you just need to kind of get you through that's me being a water baby but that's just kind of jumping into in and out of the lake with a mate I think yeah that's always quite important to your day
0: yeah and I would say some of my memories just to share with these people there's so many amazing things to do at camp or our focus right now is the waterfront. And there's, there's the time, there's two times of the day that there's, you know, before any of the staff get there and, and after the campers leave, there's these mornings sometimes that a lot of the staff, when we're training like Molly and I, and some of the others will get together for an early morning swim or, you know, um, before we even wake up, you know, it's like, we have pairs, we have buoys and it's all safe. And we'll teach you all about that when you get to yeah. camp, but to start your day off with that, you know, sort of open water swim in a place as beautiful as Camp sea, And then to have that privilege to, I live in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. We don't have the lakes that we have, you know, there. Um, I've been to Australia, luckily, and blessed and swam in the salt waters, which I love as well. But to have that clean, fresh water swimming across yeah, the lake. as the sun's um, rising,
1: the mist Sun's rising,
0: you know, and, and <laughs> in that part. And then when Gary's not on the water ski boat, <laughs> gary if you're listening yeah um, of course. cursing us for doing a doctor doc those those events with the kids um, that we started doing in the last several years is as staff as you said it's like a rite of passage maybe that's the right word it's not required but there you can do it if you're passing a lifeguard course you can do this it doesn't we're not racing each your other w- your pace and we're ch- pushing each other to get better and stronger and stronger and seeing our staff and seeing our kids the the campers have taken this challenge on and watching their times drop and then get faster and more kids come and try it and they develop these Mm -hmm. skills that's a lifelong skill molly like swimming like riding a bicycle can create so many different opportunities for you uh, on the real world so sharing that with with you know the youth at camp and 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 that growth has been really amazing as well yeah favorite favorite time of day at camp for you
1: i'm a morning person yeah, early morning um yeah before it gets too hot in the day or even when it's a bit fresh out um yeah I love the morning and then in the morning I guess the kids when by the time the kids are walking down the bunk line and everyone's kind of chatting and the vibes are good and everyone's like morning morning how you going coffee in hand yep, yeah for sure
0: I love it. Coffee in hand. Molly and I love good coffee, that's for sure. That's <laughs> so, <right. laughs> yeah. And I would say the, you know, just to, to tell people another beautiful time, like, you know, again, you can almost choose so many different times, but it's that just before sunset, when the sparkles on the mm-hmm. lake, I, yeah, to be a waterfront person and, and be able to work at this time of the day when uh it's usually free play or just into an evening activity the kids are at oh, their, yeah. like activities that they just love they're cruising on the a little line. evening a certain, canoe or
1: kayak you know, an
0: evening canoe or kayak that's happening and you know it's cooled off after a hot day and you've you've been successful and challenged throughout the day that now these group activities are on and it's kind of just before that evening activity and that's kind of a cool because it it's it's right it's before like a the moment end of appreciation
1: appreciation like, and, this yeah. is kind of cool
0: <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like that yin and yang it's a, i'm prepping myself i got my coffee i'm excited and ready at the start like where you are the kids are just getting to their you know coming to the activities or they're going to breakfast and coming back and or at the end of the day and, and in the middle there will be joy joyous moments but it's Absolutely. also busy right so um you know i think that's the only other thing that you know when you think about a schedule in the day in the life if i'm working on the waterfront what can what is, what does kind of my day look like as a waterfront am i am i at the water am i at the bunk am i eating like in, in your mindset and everyone when you're hearing this everyone's a little bit different based on who you live with <laughs> and, and you know what kids and what age group and, and but that's all going to come role? from team leaders yeah. so i just want to make sure i put that little legal ease in there that everyone's a. but in general you know what is an activity specialist on the waterfront you know kind of look like
1: uh, I kind of see it as that. I think I can say it, that fun mum, fun dad kind of role. Uh, working parent where you get the fun morning with the kids. You get them up, get them ready, have breakfast together. Kids go and do their thing, and we go to work for the day. Um, so you have that. If you say swim instruction, or even boating, say in the morning you've got three periods of of that instructional swim lesson. Um, you might have three different periods of boating with a different age group. The water ski boats going round that's your you're off to work oh cool it's lunchtime yeah i'm excited you go catch up with your with your kids and your fellow staff members check in um that's your time to kind of hey guys how's your day been like what activities have you been doing see how everything's going all right cool so yeah i'm going back to back to work for the afternoon again boating's back to boating lifeguards are now guarding the pool where if you'll see your kids come down obviously half the afternoons boys half the afternoons girls and you get the chance to to interact again with the with the kids and watch that but you're on you're working uh it's often hot um and it's sweet just to to be bouncing around and guarding both the lake and the pool Uh, meanwhile the the water ski boat's still going um boats on the water it's all go and then sometimes the cheeky little milk and cookies in between if you're lucky yeah um yeah before finishing packing up work and going back at night to to see your kids so that's your chance to check back in again maybe helping out in the bunk again checking in on your fellow CS's AS's that are in your bunk help with shower hour ask how the kids are maybe sit and play with them or read with them and get them sorted before dinner together and then it's that wind down time and again the kids are excited like oh Molly hey how are you they want to tell you about their day um and they're excited to see you because you're a fresh face that hasn't been with them all day and that's not yeah. taken away from the CS but it's the CS's role is something else that's amazing in between because they're all different experiences where I guess for me you're on the water which is an area that we love presumably if you're if you are an activity specialist on the water um but then you get that chance at night to really connect with the kids again have dinner together and then do an evening activity that could be soccer flag football could be watching Mm. theater uh sitting around the campfire together you name it um I find the evenings that time to really nest in and build the relationship with the campus and i think we have to put in that extra effort to actually use that time wisely together because you're not with the kids all day you're not with Mm -hmm. just that one bunk so that's your chance to to make the connection that little bit extra special
0: awesome nailed it and you know throughout that day you know there's going to be the schedule on what we call the full staff days where you get some you know time off is what we schedule into it but as everyone knows that when we hired it it is full-on because we have that seven weeks of exactly that of teaching Mm -hmm. coaching instruction you know but also helping the kid that's homesick or the kid that stubs his toe you know at the dock and yeah and and then going into those evening activities and then you'll get this like you know once that once a week that you know after the camp starts you get a day off and you you almost miss camp it's kind of crazy you're like gone Ooh, for yeah it's like a good little refresher hours <laughs> and also like what happened while i was gone uh, you know like it's just because it moves so yep. quickly um including special events and stuff so um but well, we like but to yeah. say that
1: there are long days fast weeks like long days fast weeks sometimes dragging yeah. but the weeks fly by
0: right and the best way my if i can reiterate what you said there was use that time wisely because if if you make the effort down at the waterfront to educate yourself to grow to share what you know but also learn what other people know truly um to know the kids names even if they're not your bunk of kids but when you're back at the bunk say hey how was your day how can I help where are we at it really creates that yeah. that camaraderie and those relationships and that's where camp is a lifelong connection you know from these Absolutely.
1: experiences yeah and that's sure. kind of what makes you sit there this time next year being like oh, I can't wait to go back I was never going to go back like and I don't know if that's the right thing to say or not but
0: no, clearly I did okay.
1: but it was it wasn't ever my intention but there was just something about it and it, and it comes down to re- the relationships with staff and the kids like there's just something about the culture the atmosphere sometimes I can't name it but it's always just in my yeah. mind it was like and like Mike you and I have had many conversations and I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not coming back. I'm too busy. Life's got in the way. And I'm like, hey, Mark, can I have a job?
0: Yeah. Can I have a job? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, and, and part of that is that, that honesty and integrity of having those conversations, knowing that things don't always go our way or things can't always work out, but sometimes they do go our way and we, and we grow. I think that's that, that real life, real world, that when you go into the real world and there's that nine to five job and, it's um you maybe just become a little bit like something's not quite there something's missing the maybe it's the culture maybe it's just the same people that you see day in and day out and that's what you're stuck i hate to say stuck with because that that does work for many people and that's great but at Mm -hmm. camp there is retention of staff that come back there's staff that don't come back but then refer people there's new staff that come in and bring a new light and that helps us continue to grow and to be better yeah. versions of ourselves to be better swimmers to be you know um to be motivated and excited because if it's the same 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 that can get kind of tough on people mm-hmm. but we have a structure and a foundation of things that work and within that structure and foundation we continue to grow that and be you know better um at swim meets or how we boat absolutely and, you know like uh, that sort of thing but that's how we want i to, agree set our teams up for success and and with this particular podcast i think it was you know, an opportunity for for you and i to to say don't be don't be scared be inquisitive <laughs> you yeah. know molly Absolutely. is if there's questions about waterfront if you're you know um, and this is going to be linked up to the email that you send out don't hesitate to ask because your question might be something that other people are, are nervous to ask Um, and that we can, you know, maybe there's some things we can incorporate into orientation that we didn't think about because no one's asked that question before. So Mm -hmm. Molly and I are here, we're we're gonna be in that lake, in that pool with you, right? We're not the (laughs) people that say, go do it. We're the people that have done it, continue to do it. Come join us. Uh, Yeah, come join us and uh, we'll be swimming, boating and having a great summer together with lots of sunscreen um, and things like that, so. Molly, thank you for for joining me on this. this thank you, I'm excited. Sharing, That's sharing me a your, buzz. your stories. <laughs> um, so I'll say goodbye. Molly, do you want to say goodbye to everybody as well?
1: No, goodbye as well. And like Mark said, we're here to answer any questions you need. I'll see you soon.